Hey guys, welcome back to the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. It is currently February 24th. We're talking about post-All-Star break and uh, I'm your man Ramiz and uh, I'm going to be solo today. Yeah, second solo podcast. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I'm feeling. I usually like the to follow off things usually by my man Keith or Hottest. But uh, hey, I guess I'm here. You know, got to start somewhere. So we got probably around an eight game slate, I believe, on February twenty fourth. Pretty stacked slate, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, injuries: Giannis questionable, Kevin Durant out, Steph Curry out, Towns as usual out, Bradley Beal questionable, Kevin Porter Jr. out, Jalen Green is out, Terry Rozier, Tyler Harrow, Kelly Oubre all questionable, Andrew Wiggins out, Zubac out. Mitchell Robinson questionable, Pat Connington questionable, John Collins out, and you got Ben Simmons questionable. These are the main main injuries that are really going to be affecting us. But at the end of that, a lot of the players are going to be playing today, which is a great news. Uh, so let's let's get straight into it. I believe uh, Knicks versus Wizards. This is an interesting one. I mean, uh, I I don't know. I mean, this was uh, it. Kind of feels like everyone's kind of priced out, and I also. Taking into account the all-star break, right? You you don't know how players are going to come off with that energy. If Julius Randle is going to come. Because this is officially the start of the second half of the season, right? Obviously, the much shorter half of the season. And uh, this is where teams either tend to give up or start pushing it. Start pushing their playoff push. So, uh, with the next case, I think they're all really priced out really good. I do like Josh, Josh Hart at 5,800 if you want to really take a player from this next side. I think Josh Hart has been playing great, and I think he's continue gonna continue to play great. Uh, Tom Thibodeau has this love for these type of winning players. I mean, he loves Jalen Brunson, and I think he's gonna keep on loving Josh Hart. There is something interesting to note, though. He is over RJ Barrett at fifty seven hundred, and I feel like uh, that is something to watch. I would say maybe you want to split those two guys because RJ Barrett, although he's not my one of my favorite guys, he's a guy who can tend to go off here and there. Consistency is always an issue, but he's going to get a lot of minutes. Tom Thibodeau is going to play these guys a lot of minutes. Josh Hart, I'm hoping he also gets a good amount, good amount of minutes. And I think he'll be able to impact the game in a lot of ways, which will really help his value. From the Wizards side of things, I just went with DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright has been back. Uh, missed a lot of games, but he's been back at 4,200. And he's been playing pretty solid basketball. Uh, obviously, him and Monte Morris kind of you know, give that point guard position around. But he's 400 cheaper. And that 400 can definitely come to use later on with these prices. So, yeah, DeLon Wright on the Wizards side of things, I'd say 4200 Next up, Cleveland versus the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, I believe, are going to be without a coach. Or they're going to have without their main head uh, head coach. Obviously, rumors are they're going to get Quinn Snyder or even Imyodoka, which is, uh, see, this is NBA and anything could really happen. Uh, but let's start off with the Cavs size. Some stability. Well, on the Cavs side of things, not many major injuries. Uh, Rubio's out. Uh, that's about it. I mean, he's been out for the majority of the season, so that's nothing really new. Uh, but honestly, I, I mean, like I mentioned, I feel like a lot of these guys are priced out where they want to be. But I do like Garland at 7700 Now, Garland does have a bit of a drop-off compared to his home and away games. But at 7700 I think he's someone who has a lot of upside in this battle, especially without Rubio. Uh, I think they're going to play him a lot more at point guard. And it's on the Hawks side of things. I do they have do think they have a lot of good defenders, which they might appoint to Donovan Mitchell, 
Marston and Garland, which Garland can kind of take advantage of, especially if Garland is being guarded by someone like a Trey Young. Uh, I think he'll be able to eat that up easily and just throw lobs. I mean, Atlanta Hawks, like I mentioned before, are without John Collins. That is a, a forward player that they are losing. So I think Garland has a great chance of just being able to play this game and if not, play better. On the Hawks side of things, I kind of went with a similar formula in terms of picking their players. Obviously, without a head coach, you don't know what type of system they're going to be playing in. But the John T. Murray 7900 seems seems like a pretty good pick to me. I really like John T. Murray at 7900. I wonder how the interim head co- coach is really going to play this out because there is a chance he makes Murray be the main ball handler. Trey Young played off ball. Obviously, Trey Young does not like to play off ball. Maybe, perhaps might be the reasoning behind the firing of Nate McMillan. Those are the, what the rumors say. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, DeJon Chimera at 7900, I do think uh, is a good shot for another upside pick. He's one of those players that I, I like close to the 8,000 range. I tried not to go over 8,000. I think there's a lot of good players underneath that 8,000 range. And DeJon Chimera is one of those guys. Another player I like is DeAndre Hunter at 5,300. And... This is based off the absence of John Collins. And I think they're going to play him a lot more because they're going to need his shooting. You're going to need his defense. You're going against a team with Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. Well, Evan Mobley has been playing some really great offense. He had a great game, I believe, against the Nuggets too. Amazing game. And uh, they're going to need some help slowing him down. So DeAndre Drive 5200 is not too expensive, to be honest. And I think he has a really great chance of having a great game. Obviously, the question mark with this Atlanta Hawks team for today, not only today, but going forward, is the head coach that they have. So it, is, it really is tough to gauge how this team is going to play. But I, I think these two picks are really solid picks you want to really go for. Next up, you got the Heat versus Bucks. And the only thing about this is Giannis is questionable. Obviously, he only played, I believe, like six seconds in the All-Star game to quickly get a dunk. So I'm, I'm going into this game thinking Giannis is not playing. In that case, I went with Middleton at 6,300. Middleton is someone who hasn't been played a lot. And if he has, it's been an under minutes restriction. I'm hoping this all-star break, he's finally going to be able to play over 30 minutes. I think that's the only thing you want from Middleton is to really get over that 30 minutes. And especially without Giannis, this might be the game where it happens. And uh, I, I think I really like him at 6,300. I think he's a high upside pick. I think he's going to have a lot of shots because you know Giannis takes up a majority of uh, of the usage of the Bucks team, and I think Middleton have a great chance to have a really amazing night against this Heat team, especially at home. Another player I liked on the Bucks was Javon Carter. Javon Carter, forty-three hundred. He's a player who had a really great game before the All Star break, and I'm hoping that streak kind of continues. He's a guy who can really give a hundred ten percent effort each game, and I think Mike Budenholzer does like him about that. Especially, like I said, I'm thinking I'm thinking about Giannis not playing. I think they're gonna play Javon Carter where. In a sense, where they kind of played him last game. I mean, he's going to be have, have that free flow of taking mid ranges, uh, obviously getting easy assists to the Brook Lopez's and the Bobby Portis's. And at 4300, I think he's a high upside pick. On the Heat side of thing, I didn't go for no Butler, no Bam, not even Tyler Harrow if he decides to play. But I went with Oladipo at 4700. Oladipo is a player who I, I'm confident who's going to play a lot of minutes. He's had a, re- a good amount of minutes in the past two games that he played against Milwaukee. And had some pretty st- uh, stellar games. Well, they weren't high-scoring games, but the, there were games where he impacted a lot of things. He got you steals, he got you points, he got you a few assists, and a few rebounds, too. Now, will that same stat line occur? Most likely not, but I believe with the absence of Kyle Lowry, there's a lot of minutes to open up. And uh, 
especially if Tyler Hero decides not to play, I think that even opens up a lot more minutes for Oladipo. And I think Oladipo's defense in this type of game really matters. Next up, we got Nets versus Bulls. Before we get into Nets versus Bulls, let me tell you about the DFS Pass promo. This is $4.99 per month where you can get Discord access with the pros. All you got to do is to go to sportsethos.com and you'll be able to chat with us. And uh, you can tell me how much you agree with my picks and how amazing of a person I am. And getting this pass promo will allow you that ability. You know, you can have discussion, you can have uh, debates where you believe some other player is a better pick than the other player. And you can also get the defense pass, pass promo. I'm sorry, I'm just getting really excited talking about this pass promo. But you can really get this pass promo and really uh, stay up to date with the injuries and the... Uh, the questionable statuses that these players have and just really stay up to par with all these players and chatting with our own staff i mean you're talking about how you're talking about keith you're talking about me because i'm in there too and uh yeah you get a lot from this past promo so get it i don't know what you're doing right now get it pause the podcast get it and then play it again okay all right let's get back to let's get back to normal settle down settle down all right Ness versus bulls Another another high kind of expensive guys I want to say, but I'm going with Mikael Bridges, 7400. Thing about the Nets is their rotation is really huge, have a lot of great depth, and I think Jack Swan still hasn't really figured out who's gonna play, who's not gonna play, and that's why it's kind of difficult to really observe who is gonna play out of these Seth Curry's or Joe Harris. I mean, Royce O'Neal barely gets any minutes. Uh, they don't really have a backup center. So, like, it's there also quest, are, are some question marks when it comes to this Nets team. But Mikael Bridges is not one of them. I'm one of those firm believers that I believe Mikael Bridges is going to obviously not play as amazing as he has been, but play to a somewhat really a near level to that. I think Mikael Bridges is going to really impact the game in terms of getting a few assists, a few rebounds, obviously being that defensive player of the year status type player he is and getting you steals getting you blocks scoring you points and I, he's gonna play a lot of minutes he's probably the best player on that team and against the Bulls you're gonna expect him to play a lot of those minutes again because you're gonna expect him to guard DeMar DeRozan guard the Zach Levines and rack up some steals rack up some blocks so at 7400 he's also one of those guys who price is going up and I feel like if he's gonna have a couple more good games he might be unaffordable in the sense where its price might be way too much. So I think if you want to buy into the Mikhail Bridges stock right now, right now is the best option before it goes up. On the bull side of thing, this player's stock has been going down, and I usually don't go for one of the big three of the Chicago Bulls, but I decided to now. DeMar DeRozan at 7,800. DeMar DeRozan uh, was dealing with some injuries. Beforehand, he had some really bad games, which is why he's priced out at 7,800. Maybe it's just he's getting old, but I refuse to believe that. I'm saying this as a Raptors fan, of course. But uh, DeMar DeRozan at 7,800, I think uh, is really, really different compared to the prices of the other players. I mean, which was priced out of the law. Uh, I believe Levine is in the 8,000s. I think DeMar DeRozan is one of those low-risk, high-reward type guys, especially against his uh, Nets team, who is going to be competitive. So I think this game is going to go down a bit to the stretch. And uh, I think DeMar DeRozan is going to have a really great game. I think he's going to get back into form. Obviously, not to his MVP-level form he was playing in last year but relatively close to that. Kind of how he started in the beginning of the season. Next up, we got Hornets versus Timberwolves. Now, these are these were players that I chose where you're not really 
expecting a lot from them, but you're expecting a, a good production from these guys. Starting from the Hornets side, you got Nick Richards at 4,000. The obvious choice is obviously Mark Williams at 6,000, but 6,000 is a lot. 6,000 is quite a lot, and I don't think uh, I want to spend 6,000 on that much. Uh, I, the reason I like Nick Richards is because Mark Williams isn't that player who is going to consistently give you that performance that he I mean, tends to give you, right? Especially when you're going against the Timberwolves, you're looking at the center rotation of Rudy Gobert and Nas Reed. Rudy Gobert, I mean, as much as you want to make fun of him, he's still a really great center and a really great defensive, elite defensive center. And he's not going to be able to do what he did in these past couple of games against Rudy Gobert. And I think Nick Richards has a great chance because I think Nick Richards is probably the faster of those two, much more of a quicker center, which may come into play, especially with the LaMelo pick and rolls and really beat uh, a Rudy Gobert. On the Super Bowl side of things, uh, Jaden McDaniels at 4,700. Jaden McDaniels uh, also has had a couple of great games before the All-Star break. And I think maybe that's due to Mike Conley, uh, uh, just the veteran uh, aspect of that, because Mike Conley isn't that scorer. So losing D'Angelo, losing Malik Beasley did lose them. Uh, pardon me, not Malik Beasley. Losing D'Angelo uh, lost uh, lost a few scoring because uh, D'Angelo Russell is more so of a scorer than he is a playmaker, but he is relatively good at both. Mike Conley is just a playmaker at this stage of his stage of his uh, game, and uh, Jaden McDaniels has definitely picked up the pace on that side of things, and uh, he's had a quick couple games, like I mentioned. So, forty-seven hundred, I think Jaden McDaniels is some low. Like I said, these two are some low-end guys that uh, that you should consider if you really want to go for the higher ups. Speaking of low-end guys, Rockets versus Warriors. I got two Rockets for you. Who I'm feeling really good about, and I've, I've I mean I kind of feel good about almost. All of my picks, but these ones I really feel special about. Special? Do I feel special about them? You know what? I I do feel special about them. Josh Christopher at thirty three hundred and Ty Ty Washington at three thousand. Yep, I'm going with the youngins. I'm going with the youngins mainly because, like I mentioned, Jalen Williams and not Jalen Williams, Jalen Green, pardon me, and uh, Kevin Porter Jr. are both injured. That's the starting backcourt of the Houston Rockets gone, and uh, I don't know where they're gonna get scoring from. I uh. I, I don't know where they're going to get scoring from. Uh, obviously, there's Deshaun Tate, there's Tari Eason, there's uh, Usman Garuba, there's Kenny Martin Jr. But these guys really aren't guys who are, I can see, really shooting the ball. But Josh Christopher is a guy who doesn't really shy away from that. Josh Christopher is a guy who, whenever he's given the opportunity, he's going to shoot a lot of shots. And I think I think Steven Stiles is going to play these guys a good chunk of minutes because, well, they... they I mean, in terms of point guards, they only have Ty Ty Washington and Deshaun Nix. Deshaun Nix is another guy you want to keep an eye on, but I went with Ty Ty Washington, mainly due to the fact that Deshaun Nix hasn't been playing that good. He hasn't, he's been really horrible from shooting, uh, shooting wise. Uh, and uh, Ty Ty Washington is a, a, a young guy who I think is going to be given the opportunity to really just play. And Josh Christopher, I mean, like I said, he's going to shoot a lot of shots. These are even low. These are guys who I think uh, really allow you to go for these high-end guys and uh, even go for multiple 7,000 to 8,000 guys. On the Warriors side of things, uh, honestly, I don't really know what to expect from this Warriors team. They do play, yet they did are currently playing right now against the Lakers. And uh, I don't know how many of these guys are going to play tomorrow. I mean, that's the thing with the Warriors. They are playing on the back-to-back. So you wonder if Clay Thompson is going to play. You wonder if Draymond Green is going to play because they're old. You know, essentially they're old. 
So I kind of went with John Kaminga at 4,200. Uh, John Kaminga, a guy, uh, like I mentioned, Andrew Wiggins is also injured. So Kaminga is definitely going to have the opportunity to just, just get a lot of minutes in play. And uh, in the, I think he's kind of a safe pick in the sense that, let's say, uh, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson don't play. And if they do play, because uh, against this Rockets team, uh, not a lot of defense. I mean, you can have Alperen Sengen at center. So the paint protection is not going to be a lot either. No rim protection. And I think Omega has a great chance of this having a great game. Alright, we're going on to the later, later games of this slate. Starting with Thunder versus Suns. I mean, man, I mean, uh, this is one of those games, apologize to those Thunder fans and those Suns fans, that I'm just really not that interested in. Uh, I mean, from the Thunder side, I got Isaiah Joe at 3,800. I chose him against that Lakers team, and I was actually, I actually hit it. So I feel really good about this pick, too. When do I don't? That's that's another question, to be honest really, with you. But on the Suns side, no one, to be honest with you, uh, T. Ross at 3,600, if you really wanted to take a Sun player, but I think there's definitely better options than the T-Ross at 3600 The rest of the guys are kind of already priced out. Let's, let's just go with the... Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't really got interest in this game. Kings versus Clippers. The Kings, uh, honestly, they all kind of seem priced out perfectly. This is an eight-game eight slate, man. If it wasn't an eight-game slate, if this was like a five or six, you know I would have got some bonus. I would have got some bonus. But it is eight games. And I didn't go for it. I didn't go for it. If you want someone from the Kings side, I think Herder at 5300 is a great pick. Uh, he's kind of the third highest priced player after Sabonis and Fox. And uh, this Clippers team is going to be tough to face. I think you're going to face. You're going to need a Herder to really go off. And uh, Herder is one of those three point shooters that can knock down some threes. So I, I like Herder at 5300. The Clippers. I'm going with two new guys and. Uh, Maybe this is my favorite player bias because I am, for those who don't know, a Russell Westbrook fan. And I have been a fan for a long time. And yes, but don't worry, I'm not one of those guys who's going to protect him for my life. But he is one of those guys I'm going to go for on this slate. And Westbrook at 7100 because I believe if there's a time to go for Westbrook, it's tonight. Because if he has a great game, his price is going to skyrocket. And... uh Obviously, there's a great chance he has a bad game, too. Of course, with Westbrook, you really never know. It's like, but uh, I really like his price at 7100 I think he's going to play a great chunk of minutes. Uh, obviously, coming off all-star break, he is in great shape. He is not on the injury report. Not even questionable. He should be playing. The only concern is probably with his minutes. You know, you I think that's what it comes down to. Westbrook's case is he can get a lot of minutes. Because uh, Tyron Lude is probably gonna try him out you and you maybe he doesn't play as well as he does in his own position he's probably gonna have to learn the sets so in the minutes case Westbrook is the only thing you want to worry about at SN100 obviously that's why you may defer to a Terrence Mann at 5,000 but uh I, I believe Westbrook's gonna have a great game I think he's gonna be playing at home he's gonna be feeling nice and this Kings team I'm probably should be sleeping on them and which I'm not I'm not sleeping on them but I just believe DeMontis opponent isn't really a great interior defender and I think Westbrook's going to have a great chance to really have a great game. The other guy I went with, and uh, this is uh, someone who I said uh, almost like a, a Walmart version of Jokic, 
which then Hottis got mad at me. But Mason Plumlee at 5,100. Mason Plumlee at 5,100. I, I mean, I, I, that's an amazing pick at center to me. I think that's someone you want to have a, a, a lot of slates. I think uh, with Zubac's injury, I think that's why you really want to try playing him. Because at 5,100, it doesn't get better than that. He's a starting center. He's going to have a lot of easy, especially with Westbrook playing. With Paul George and Kawhi healthy, he's going to have a lot of easy, just easy buckets, easy dunks, easy lobs. Easy putbacks. I mean, I could keep on going how how easy his job is going to be as a center. I mean, Zubac would easily be able to play, may have an amazing performance. I think Mason Plumlee is going to have a stellar performance as well. At 5,100, great value. And yeah, those are all the games. Damn, you went through that already? I'm so used to this debating with Hottis or Keith and winning. And I didn't realize it, we're done with all the, game, the slates. But, uh... I mean, I had fun, but let's get into the even funner part, even though that's not a word. But uh, Thrive Fantasy. Now, here's the thing. Sign up for Thrive Fantasy now. Use the promo code ETHOS to get your first deposit matched up to $250. Oh, my God. Uh, man, I wish I could do that again. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, $250 off on your first deposit. Come on, man. I mean, that's literally an amazing deal we're giving you for free. But let's dive straight into the picks. Uh, I, I went with uh, a trio of picks. And you know me, I like to go with a bit risky. Not too much, but not too little. And uh, I went with Anthony Edwards first uh, on the over side of things of 37.5 total points, rebounds, and assists over. And you're getting 105 points. And the reason I did this is because they're going against the Charlotte and Charlotte Hornets. And Charlotte, Minnesota. That's a high-scoring game. You can't tell me otherwise. And I think Anthony Edwards is going to have an amazing performance coming off that fun, exciting All-Star weekend for him. First-time All-Star as well. So uh, I think he's going to have a great performance. Similarly to Devin Booker at over 37.5 total points, rebounds, assists. Same thing as Anthony Edwards. You're getting 105 points if you bet over. And uh, this was one of those games, I believe, OKC and Phoenix had the... Uh, over and under on 135 total points with Phoenix winning by 8. Not a lot of the games really had over and unders. I forgot to mention that. I apologize. But uh, this was one of those games who did. And uh, this is going to be a high scoring game. Uh, so I believe Devin Booker also fully healthy too. Shouldn't have a minutes restriction. I think he's going to have a great game. Lastly, I went with... <sighs> I mean, this is kind of one of those picks that uh, you got to wonder if he does play or not. And that's uh, Draymond Green. Under. Yeah, I went under. 15.5 total rebounds and assists. Uh, honestly, I'm just... And this was a pick that I made based off his recent stat lines. Uh, even looked up his stats when he, does, uh, when he doesn't play with Curry. And the averages are around like 14 total rebounds and assists. So I think... Uh, I mean, there's, there's a really good chance he doesn't play. But I think even if he does play, I don't believe he'll be able to get 15.5 total. Uh, 15.5 more rebounds and assists. So I went with the under, which you're getting around 95 points. But honestly, you can go the other way as well. But I went with a safer option on that side of things. And that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Uh, I hope you had a great time. I mean, if you guys want to really hit me up on Twitter and tell me how great my picks were once again, like last time. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at too nice, which will be spelled T O zero underscore nice underscore. 
And uh, I hope you guys have a great day.